Okay, this is a continuation because I had to put... What's so funny is that as soon as I turned it off, the battery showed fine. And then she wasn't able to record on her phone. And then all of a sudden she's able to record. Like that was totally like a spiritual word thing. And I'm glad I caught it because we wouldn't have had any recording and me just going off. I would have been so upset. I would have cried. I would like, I don't want to do this again. I'm so over this. Can we just not? Get me out of this cave. Yeah, get me out of this cave. Deliver me. I'm so freaking over this cave. Um, and it's so funny that that. Okay, so the other one, the other one was an intro to exposing Jezebel because it got cut off. That's going to be another, like, 25-minute podcast. This is a continue, continuation of it. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that God was literally just showing me that, like, that this morning. That's that's what you have, you had happen with, with Elijah, and it's a spirit that intimidates, and we have to press through it. And so I think that God was going to, okay, give me the breakdown. Now, people listening, so I have somebody here. A friend, I'm not going to say her name. We're going to keep her very hidden. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, and uh, I asked her to be a part of, I wanted to ask her questions and share, have her share a little bit as I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about the, these spirits. And I gave my example and I can give my examples to, I mean, good Lord, I have so many dang stories. But what I found interesting was that I noticed that people who are close to me, these these things with these people, it's getting exposed. It's more than just, Moira, you just don't have these issues. <laughs> <laughs> you are not susceptible to any witchcraft because you sit in a bed of flowers, okay? So, uh, but other people, they are. And it's it's also why I can pick up my husband's tie to it. <laughs> I can pick it up, man. You gotta, you gotta cut these ties. You gotta cut them, cut them, cut them, because this is keeping a shift from happening. Cut them, please, just please, cut them. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry, just need to say that. Cut them, please, cut them. Okay, because I am like feeling it too much. Um, <laughs> so even friends that it's getting exposed. Now, I'm gonna some. I'm going to. Talk on, on the strategies that we have happening and how people are affected them, by them. Then I w- I'm going to randomly ask her questions as a part with her story and what happened. Now, let me give a little background to this friend. So she was over. This is what I put together. This is so crazy. The night that I saw the picture of your dad was the night the guy looked into my apartment. Yeah. I didn't even put that together till today. So, okay, so when I get peered in, it was the same stinking night that that happened. So when I get peered in on, I was texting with a friend and I said, oh my gosh, like I'm freaking out. He just looked in my apartment. So she comes over immediately to hang out with me because I was in a little bit of a, in a panic. When we were hanging out, we're like chatting about stuff and something about your dad came up, which I know, knew the, the backstory to him, but I've never seen a photo. Now, people, okay, so my discernment is a, is a little crazy with what it looks like. Now, God doesn't throw pearls to swine, meaning I don't just always discern everything. Um, He does it for purpose. I don't just walk around tormented by what I carry. Like he does it for purpose and he does it with people who receive it. So he's not gonna let me look crazy in front of somebody who it would be a mockery. So when I discern at high level things, I look really crazy. And the people who are used to me and accepted and have realized I'm accurate in what I pick up, that. You just let me fly by. You just, people just go, there she goes. She's spinning around. She's doing something weird. Like I do crazy stuff. I've been pushed out of rooms by demonic stuff. Like 
You could, if God let me access somebody's home spiritually, you just sit back and grab popcorn because it's crazy what I do. I do really weird stuff and you'll hear no words, but you'll hear me going, <gasps> I blow and you'll see me and I might drop to the ground groaning and crying. Like that's another thing I do. I've done that in atmospheres and they were just standing there staring at me. I dropped to the floor went into full groaning, breaking something off their home, and then got up and started dancing. <laughs> dancing really weird. <laughs> and my friends in Nashville did that with her and her mom. And luckily, they, they're, what's funny is they're totally conservative, but they've known my family my whole life. So, I mean, God kind of, I think, was it was kind of just like funny for God to let somebody, those people who wouldn't be open to that, but because they've known me since I was a baby and I'm Patty's daughter and this was my mom's best friend, they were like, oh yeah, what are you doing? Like they got all into it, but, but my friend, she goes, Beth goes, oh, and you're dancing. She goes, and it's not cute dancing. I was like, I was not, I was, I was on the ground doing like the weirdest stuff. The Holy Spirit, just like, if you're that, like, here's the thing. And people go, well, how, what is that? How does that even, that makes no sense. I have just given my body and like everything to God that I let him take control and I'm okay to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And that's a really hard thing to do. I have been completely humiliated by stuff that happens to me, but I got to a place to where I found out that so much more joy came from being that free that even if I get embarrassed or I feel like people think I'm a nut because of what I look like or how is this even the Holy Spirit, like me and God are so good that I got so much joy that I can throw a party after I break a territorial or get something and I'm going to start dancing and I can't help it. And it's weird if you see it, like if you see it and you know my personality, it's where it makes everyone laugh because they know I don't, I don't, I don't do stuff like that on purpose. So one of the discernments I, I can have, if God taps me into it and lets me see it, um, I feel it instantly. You can see me physically get pushed. Sometimes like weird stuff will start happening to me. Um, I've literally been pushed out of an atmosphere in Jamie's in Jamie's house in a study. When I walked in, it started to shove me out, and she came behind me and pushed me into it, <laughs> and shoved shoved me into the. And she saw me getting pushed out. Like I'm that sensitive to feeling spiritual stuff and it's not that they have control it's not it's nothing like that it's just I have super sensitivity and and they didn't want me in there so they tried to push me out of the room so um and she shoved me in and then all of it you know ends up ends up breaking but okay so one of the things is pictures I can I can see and feel things immediately through photographs I really like photographs if somebody is telling me about something and they want to understand what's going on. If God wants to open me up to discerning it, um, I'll see it through through a photograph or in a location and um, with things and stuff. And I don't want to get into that because too many people try to argue, not argue. They just get too confused by it. You'd have to be open to this type of ministry and like need it done in your house. And then when you see how it, what it does for you, then you'd go, oh, okay, there was something to that. Mm -hmm. um, and there's just a lack of discernment. The, the church is not discerning. They just not. We're living in, in so much crazy stuff, so much bad atmosphere, so much demonic stuff. You've, you've like marriages that have their atmosphere so demonized and they have no idea that why they're in the kitchen doing this carries a spirit of disunity and it has an agenda in that room. This room has an agenda. I mean, I, it's crazy if people got open and understood this. It would blow your flipping mind if you understood the demons that are in the atmosphere and what they do, how they speak, how they're leading and, and what they're doing. So this friend comes over that evening that I see this guy go by my apartment. I'm in panic, she comes over, we start talking about. It. So stuff I already knew about her dad, but had happened to her when she was younger with him 
um, physical, physical stuff. It, and she didn't have a ton of memory of it, but knew there were court documents, stuff like that. So what did you do? Did you ask me to look at his photo? In my family, just you just oh yeah, you're pulling out all these pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's what, when when me and you hang out, we go into you trying to see if I'm a metal detector. Yes. <laughs> Here, touch this. I've had people do that before. <laughs> I had a lady shove me into her attic and force me into a car to see if I discern things in, in mm. those areas. I was like, dude, do you think I'm just like some weird metal detector? But sometimes I am. But anyway, so she, you just showed me that photo. I have never, ever, ever 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 seen and been so affected by a photo ever and that is pretty crazy thing for me to say because and here's here's what I think with stuff like that the reason God would allow my discernment to see to that level was to protect you to protect her doesn't mean that he is more demonic than the Satanist person over here. It's just that God doesn't have a reason to let me see to that level of that person because there is no need in what he's protecting. God is strategic himself. He doesn't just play with his gifts. You know, he's very specific. So you put the photo at me and it literally pushed me backwards. And I, I kind of screamed and my eyes started burning. And I couldn't even look at it because it, it felt like I was looking at Satan. And all, and I, I mean, people, it was, I can't even, I, I get so affected. I like had to run out of my, I had to jump out of my living room and go into the kitchen. And then I just let you turn the phone towards me. And she then just directed it into my, it towards me. And it did it again and burned my eyes and it flew me back. Like it was that level of evil that I could see on her, on her dad. And yet I don't never met him. I don't know tons of details. I was not going into that thinking I was going to see that. So basically that makes you go, holy crap, I knew he did bad stuff to me. But to see it to this level is opening my eyes that there's more because he has become a charming father now that you're older, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she has lost memories of when she was younger of things that he did and court cases. And then now he, and when it's gotten older, he has done things financially for you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He's done stuff financially for you. He has comes across as more kind. Mm-hmm. Like he's never abusive to you. Mm-hmm. And what he calls you, he was calling you every other week. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like to you, like you're like, oh, I have my dad mm-hmm. back. And I just know he did something really bad when I was younger, but never admitted it to you. Correct. He would never, but your mom told you and there was court documents of things that were done. And I have fuzzy memories. And what you would say the main thing would have been sexual abuse, right? Of course. Yeah. That was your main yes. issue and you've had repercussions of it now mm-hmm. as you're older, mm-hmm. but yet no full memories of what he did. Correct. And one thing I would say when people don't have full memories of something like this, God's protecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to know that. You do not need an inner healing ministry to try to give you the memories. I will not do that to people because there's a, that is traumatizing. First of all, there is a spirit, there is a protection when memories are lost. There really is. And, um, and I just know when I've, when I've ministered to women who like their children have been sexually abused, I say, do not try to get from the Holy Spirit what happened to these children. Do not try to talk. Like you don't want to trauma, like God's protecting like his children from like being under that predator spirit. Like what it does. I mean, it's petrifying. Like, just with the feelings I was getting through this whole thing, it was reminding me of what children like 
feel unsafe when they're younger and that they are scared something's going to come in the room. Like if they're being touched and people, you need to hear this. I know you think this is chaboo. This is happening to children. Like we need to get this out there. We can't keep freaking hiding this crap. We can't hide the, the parents that are doing it. We can't hide the leaders that we're doing. We can't hide the people that are sex trafficking. Nobody has an authority to go after this territorial till now. <clears throat> and it has to be dealt with because it has been protecting strategically so, so, so many things. And God's hand of protection on children is that a lot of them won't have memories. So they just have maybe glimpses or nightmares when they get older or they have an effect in them physically from it. And then there might be these things, but they can't get full memory. The Holy Spirit's on that. Like you don't, I don't want to take you into the memories of what your dad did. All I needed to see is, man, this guy was evil. This is bad. This is bad news. And he's never admitted it. And he's been hiding this in the closet. He's been hiding it in the closet this whole time. So he remarries. Well, first of all, he wanted your mom to abort you. Correct. So here's a here's a here's the first thing that you have. Now here's one thing I explained with these with these demons, how they feed and how they get the protection. He was acting like killing an unborn child, killing a baby, the same action that is done to false gods in scripture, which was killing children, boiling, sacrificing children, right? Feeding that demonic spirit. Look look, he tried to do it to his own child. Oh. Okay, you have a, a setup already like strategy right there of the protection of what and I saw photos of the whole family and the grandma oh my lord I mean just heavy 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 like just what they were in and oh I'm gonna say this okay there it's Af Afghanistan I'm allowed to say this Middle Eastern I'm about to call some out right now Oh, I've never talked on this because I never wanted to first of all offend anybody um, but this needs to be talked about. So my ex's family was also Middle Eastern. Okay. And, uh, I'm just going to tell you people, you got this in your line. This is a cultural thing. We got a cultural spiritual thing with territorials under the Muslims. And, and here's the thing. My ex was not Muslim. He was Coptic Orthodox, but it was the same demonic spirit of control, power, and all those things that you have that have been fed through Allah through all of this thing who this is the this would be the Ishmael countries the Ishmael nations when you had Isaac and Ishmael this these are the ones that are going to be over there they're ones opposing Israel they're the ones coming I mean this is so this is people this is so dang biblical what we have going on it's so biblical it would tear people up if I explain this to you what you have territorial with working through this stuff and here's it's the thing I want to say with grace on people that have this in, in your cultural background this is the same thing if I literally call out someone who has Catholicism, who is Santeria, who has come under this false religion over there. I'm going to call out the similar stuff going through the family line. I will call it out even in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the white family that doesn't got a big culture because you've just got a culture perversion. That's your culture. And that is the same thing. So this is not a racist topic. This is not. This is, we need to know this. This is cultural. This has been ingrained. These are demonic spirits that go through this. They are bloodline passed down. And so he, his, I mean, I saw it. He just, that, that family reminded me very much of my exes. Like here, and here's another ironic thing. People listen to this. I said, I'm in Irvine right now. Okay. So my exes literally lives what a couple streets down from your dad. And we find this out. And this is so crazy. Like, this is so weird. And that the park that I said I was parked at when God had me go and, and drive by his house was is a park that... You you're... can see it from my dad's house. Oh, God. See, that's so crazy. They literally live, like, within, like, um, 
streets of each other. And we can't, and I mean, mine was totally different in what I endured. This wasn't my family, but it's a similar cultural, dysfunctional, evil, 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 evil thing. Evil, evil, evil. Like my, my husband's family, oh, they, they, they go to church and talk. I, they're so nuts. They are so flipping nuts and so full of evil and witchcraft. And they would call themselves Christians. And it's insane what they actually like operate in. Um, so I just think it's so crazy that that was your, your background was, was this, was, was this Middle Eastern, this cultural thing. And so when he remarries, he then gets another woman who's a full blown Jezebel who abused the crap out of you. Right. Yeah. Just completely like you just were, hated me. you were pushed out from the get go, mm-hmm. rejected in by your dad who wanted to abort you. Mm-hmm. Then you have a new wife come in and physically do things to you. And you have been silenced under this for how many years? 34, 34 years, 34 flipping years. And people who know this, I have known her for how many years have we known each other? Maybe seven years. You attended a living in freedom, you know, about that. Yeah. Introduced because of helping her with deliverance stuff and, and stuff that she was, she was walking through. I have seen her be very, very quiet and meek to having a voice now this last Mm -hmm. year, right? Cause you're, you're coming out from under a lot of these things. And so what you're having right now, and here's the thing, especially people who are close to me, this is going to get exposed on you and I'm going to help you with it. Like I'm going to be able to see where there's an alignment with this stuff, like, because we're, we're in this transition to come out from under it. Right. So we, I got to walk, watch this walk with you through watching the same thing in a family line. So this is where you're going to have it. People are going to have where you find out, you know, there is someone in your feet, your uncle, there's this, there's that. And this spirit is navigating and working. It is paralyzing you. It is silencing you. It's intimidating you. It shifted to charm. You don't see it anymore in sin, this, this, and this, and it is playing you strategically. So you first get up the guts to, well, cut one person out and then, then all of a sudden, and you started having, before you even did it, crazy backlash, right? Physical stuff mm-hmm. was, is what started. Did you, were you getting hit with more anxiety and nervousness to do it? Um, like, were you feeling intimidated before you actually pulled the trigger? Yes. But one thing I always held on to is the way you reacted to the photo. That was what God used to give me boldness because God was warning me through you. And I felt like I needed to wake up. So something about the way you reacted to the photo it just lit a fire in me. Mm-hmm. So what normally would be paralyzing, um, there was a grace on it mm-hmm. after you really saw it for what it was. Oh, that you felt like you could have more boldness in doing it, yes. right? And then me cussing out my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was also what encouraged yeah. you, like, is I got a voice to like stand up against yeah. when you are made prey and you're right. intimidated and to and to call it out for what it is. So I. Saw that you were having because you had physical, you had these rashes. This happening. was January and February before you caught on to anything happening. You were, I was going through it months before, and you didn't know why you're in yes. opposition. So here's another interesting point of that. That's a very good point. So you have where people will get opposed and actually be dealing with a lot of backlash based on something you have no ideas about to be exposed and cut. That happens to me. Like I mean, that's my life. That's all the time. I'm always like, well, wh- who knows what next fire I'm gonna go into. But other people, so you understand strategic thing with the enemy. The the demons actually know their judgment. They do. 
Um, they don't have all the power of anything like with God, but they do know certain judgments because they know certain words of God that have been released because they oppose it. So they're going to already know if they're in warfare to it. Just think of the, just think of the, the, um, you know, Michael and Gabriel bringing a message from the throne room and having to deal with the Prince of Persia and the Prince of Greece. And that's going to be in like Daniel nine. So oh, the word, and it was, I mean, it was a prophetic word to the end times of what these angels were bringing to Daniel as he was fasting for three, for three weeks. And here you have that they were being opposed in the spirit realm. So things were known. Right? They're opposing something coming from the word of God. That's the thing people don't get. You have the word of God that gets released and you have opposition to it. And for you to fully align with the word of God to a fullness in your own life, you have to push through with the word of God in opposition. Push through spiritual attacks. Push through it. Otherwise, you will never gain the word of God in purity in your life because it is a sword and it cuts. And it severs. And if it's if if the word is a sword, there's always pain associated. There always is going to be an opposition on on the fullness of of his word. So you already have your opposition starts two months before. Mm-hmm. You're already having it. Then you then it. I mean, it stirred up so bad. I was even telling you, don't 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 cut it while you have this anxiety like this. Like you're you're you know dealing with all these things, and then you just you just pull the trigger, mm-hmm. send an email, and call him out in a very not aggressive way. Like you were not, I mean, you just said, said, I I know there's things done to me when I was a child and you said, and your wife abused me. I'm done. I cannot be part of this family anymore. It was like, you finally stood up. This woman like curses you. I mean, it isn't, I mean, just what you described to me. Mm -hmm. She is, her heart is cursing you when you're at family stuff. I mean, she is an evil, evil woman, his wife. I mean, she is gross. Mm -hmm. So, and you've been putting up with it thinking just to have your dad. Just to have your dad back, a dad who tried to abort you and then physically touched you for many years and denies it. So, I mean, it has to get exposed. God is not okay with a father like that. He's not okay with this. God is not okay with it. And that's what's so mind-blowing about this is because it would appear that she lost her dad. No, she just gained gained, gained so much power through this. She just took the head of something that's been silencing her, shutting her down. So here's how he gets exposed. His email back, you wouldn't fully see it. That's what was so tricky. His email back to you, but the fact he didn't freak out and fight you as a daughter claiming this, ending relationship. If you didn't do it, sir, why are you not fighting for your daughter, showing up at your house, crying on your knees? I don't want to lose you. Like, seriously, his response was freaking weird. So then, and then I was, but we're talking about, I was like, this seems a little too easy. I know these demons. This is not normal. There should be way worse backlash because of her severing to this level in the family line and this level of cultural crap that you're under. And, and there we go. When did it flip? It got way worse. How, what four days after the email and then he, how many days ago was that uh four days ago over the weekend it was over the weekend yeah. so he flips out and so i'll share just this your mom your your mom lives in one of his houses that is she rents it because she just means to you with low income and he has done this but she is tied to him by using you Correct. always to guilt him and getting a cheaper like so she's you've been used in the middle stuck in something like been played on both sides never been afraid to ever stand up and say anything because of what he would do well there and he did exactly what you anticipated he goes and evicts your mom and it blows everything because then your mom starts screaming freaking out on you like so for her to just come out from under 
this type of power that she's been under in in her family line to this level to break it, it's been a real bad thing, hard. hard. My worst fear is happening. Every fear you have is happening. Mm -hmm. And the the intimidation to silence you, right? Mm -hmm. Like for you, you need to go back. It's trying to keep tied to you right it's trying to make you afraid so you need to appease your dad so your mom now doesn't get evicted you need to it's literally trying to do but here's the crazy thing this is where the spirit went too far he he told her mom he never wants to see you again right so if this man had not touched her explain to me why you're okay to lose your daughter all of a sudden and says he never wants to see you because he's guilty and he's getting exposed and God is letting him go this angry to expose him even more to you because if he played you and played this this is where these guys they can't because they get so like the the front neighbor I could just tell when he got confronted by me it was like he just wanted to rip me up it exposed his anger, exposed his heart. They go full circle. They can't go back into their charm because they're getting, because of this. And this is what you're going to have happen right now in the spirit. It's going to flip through it. Like we're going to go where they can't go back into what protected them. Yes. Yeah, that's good, huh? Because if he went back into what was protecting him with you, he would have played you charmingly as a, as a dad. And yet he did the freaking opposite. He got pushed. And this is what the demons need right now. They're going to get pushed and they're going to get exposed. And this is, this is, would be considered that what he carries is a predator spirit. Yet what's, what is over him is the covering of Jezebel. That's what it was over him. And it's so hard to understand because you even have, well, the cultural thing and, and where you're breaking that. But because how these demons work all have similar feedings and this, I don't need to know which one necessarily is that let me know the strategy and let me sever the strategy for you so what i would help you do would be like what just maybe your emails i don't know i didn't you wrote all of that i didn't even help with anything i think you're just sending it to me to so that i could just see if he was using a spirit to latch on to you i did reach out to you when my mom called me and said he's my your dad wants to come to the house um and you kind of like walked me through what might be going through his mind and how the demons are what trying he might to do. So you did help me work that out that day that he evicted her and she was responding and I was kind of keeping you in the loop and you were just highlighting a few things. What, what the things would be would, because here's what happens because of when you're a prey or you've been under something to this level, it will mess with your head so bad when you come out from under it that you won't know where you're not where it's not trying to grab you. So I'm really good at seeing like the strategy. I'll be able to see he's saying this and doing this. You have to do this. You have to. So what I'll do, this is where I can get pretty crazy with strategic stuff with the enemy. People understood. I I carry a book. It's very interesting. People need, I need to have conferences. People need to put me on stage. I have so much to say. I need to talk to more than two people. I can teach such crazy stuff. I get so fired up about it. So one thing of manipulation, which this spirit 100%, and like everybody and their mama operates in manip. I can't stand the spirit of manipulation. That is one of the worst spirits for me. Mm-hmm. Like if you are a friend and you do it to me, I will, I don't play manipulation. I can't stand it. I'm too blunt. I don't like to play this emotional like BS card. And this spirit of manipulation is one of the main ones under this type of witchcraft thing it's intimidation manipulation they do it in different ways on how they they try to manipulate one thing that this 
type of predator or this type of thing will release and here's the thing this would be strategic to a jezebel female a, a, a parent a mom who's manipulative a dad who's sexually touching you a leader these are all the same type of strategies that i'm explaining you're going to see them under all these people like how i explain this you could have this be operating in 20 million different things uh, of a person or of a leadership is going to be to manipulate well one thing um and here's some people who would understand this have you ever had like um have a friend who's more controlling or something like that and if you don't do something that they don't like they won't respond to you so they go silent on you they anyone experience that it's a spirit of manipulation that is how they gain power it's a really weird strategy but that's what they'll do so you'll have where i've had it happen with so many dang females oh my gosh and good lord i've cut all those stupid jezebels out of my life but man i've had so many chicks do this type of stuff to me so if it was something that they wanted from me or do something like this, what one of their ways would be to not respond to me to get me to feel guilty and then make me make a response out to them to feel bad. So they're then flipping as they're the victim, okay? So this is one of the main things. And this never touches me anymore, but it used to. It used to affect me. I used to come under knees and I feel guilty like I did something wrong, blah, 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 blah. Well, this guy, this guy in the front, in the front unit that did this to me, um, I already know that one of his strategies is of intimidation is he wasn't wanting to comply with me asking him not to get into the garage. And the reason why he didn't want to comply to that is because of power. And so when I get the text from his roommate, what, how she said it to me, I was like, oh, I'm going to play in your arena right now and how I'm going to play in their arena. Here's how, what I would do. So what this spirit would do, would, it would want me to write back like okay because he's not saying 100% I won't get into the garage he's saying he'll try not to but it's only on my like it was just him it, he's going head to head with me because of what I did with verbally so I if I would have wrote okay or anything that was like a piece I need to keep the look of being a loose cannon to play the spirit back on what it's doing so I know one of the ways that it intimidates is to ignore and not respond so you're wondering what's going on so that's what God told me to do you're gonna ignore her this anything they say and write to you right now I'm gonna make them wonder what you're gonna do that you might blow blow on something because I'm good friends with the landlord if I go to the landlord and tell him that he got caught peering in on my on my freaking in my window like he doesn't this guy does not want me to go expose him to that level so I'm gonna keep it in this place of him questioning right so I'm gonna play it back on them now here's what I would tell people now if you're dealing with it with a spirit of manipulation if you do that play that I just said back in purity you can navigate that demon and that's where it's real tricky because I'm not manipulating but I will do it to people because I know what I see what they're trying to do to me and because I'm not going to play into it I will just ignore you and that is a play of manipulation with other people that makes sense right have you had people ever do that to you I mean I I am so used to that and I've had so many people try to play me that way is to make me feel like insecure like I did they'll say something that make me feel like I did something wrong and or not respond for a long time to something because they're trying to get it's it's a freaking spirit that does this so if I'm gonna go play and navigate you back 
in 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 and keep you because I see what you're doing. I will sometimes play in that same same thing. But at the, like I said, it's impurity. It's just a strategy. It's not to manipulate them. It's because my yes is yes and my no is no. And I'm not gonna play your game. I'm not gonna play games with you. I don't care who you are. I ain't gonna play games with you. So that's what you have happening. So I'm I'm breaking down some of some of some of these strategies. So with him going and not because another way that would have been a way that would have messed with your head more too is if he like didn't respond back to you and that would have been a strategy of his spirit doing that to you with him but the funny thing is he went full circle which is what we wanted him to do we wanted him to expose himself you do not feel guilty you now know you are accurate mm -hmm. because he didn't play he did do it to this to this level right. which is now exposing what what he's what he's doing mm -hmm. and stuff so I think that I'm going to go into, because I'm only at 30, 31 minutes, and that's impressive for me, so. <laughs> um, uh, what do I want to go into? I feel that God gave me, like, six specific strategy stuff, but I almost feel like I'm already, like, explaining um, so, so many of them. But I'm going to say what the six that I felt God was showing me, because if this ends up being like a chapter in the book of exposing the Jezebel or exposing these predator spirits that have like, like this, this power, um, then we need to look like, first of all, at what the word of God says about this stuff. And then we need to look at what are going to be the signs, the signals. Um, so you know what, let me first go to Matthew, Matthew 10, cause this is where God was showing me, um, a scripture that I actually found super interesting that he says people people always just bring up that Jesus call is the prince of peace but he actually says that he's not peace and he's a sword in the scripture it's so good okay look at Matthew 10 34 uh I'm gonna talk about the other stuff he says but he says don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth I came to bring not to bring peace but a sword Ugh. Ugh. and that's such a paradox that's such a paradox because you have all over scripture, he's the prince of peace. He came to bring peace. But here's the problem. God is going, in truth, God disrupts. In truth, God disrupts, which will bring peace to those in purity and intimacy to the heart of God. And so this is such a good scripture. I'm uh, all blown of, away right now. <laughs> this is like, I, I, I'm no words. <laughs> it's good, huh? It's so good. I know. God showed it to me today. I was like, I get my messages like two minutes before these things get turned on. Okay. So here, here you have Matthew 10. Here's Jesus. So here's what's so interesting. People like to use these scriptures as the one that Jesus told you to cast out demons. So you were told in Jesus name, go heal the sick and cast out. That's what everyone wants to use these scriptures. They want to use it for the power that they're going to get. Cast out. Oh goodness. Go through the scripture and read what he's telling people to do and what you're going to endure. Oh my goodness. And we have a church of prosperity. Where are you getting this message? I don't understand your message. And I cannot say this more than 20 million times. We are teaching power without the truth of suffering. That is all that's going on in the church. It is, it is so flippant demonic. We are missing so much of, of scripture. It's so, it's crazy to me. I'm like, you're missing so much. You're just going to teach, go cast out a demon and heal the sick in Jesus' name. And that person's going to align with witchcraft because they think the spirit of God is just power and not truth and intimacy and persecution. You're going to get beheaded. 
we're going to get beheaded. Like, persecution on the church people is stupid. You should not be accepted by everyone. You should not. Carl Lentz was clearly demonic by the fact he was accepted. That was pure. That just exposed everything in him. Okay. <laughs> there won't be one podcast that his name's not thrown. <laughs> not one. I, I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to happen. It just did not. Okay, so you have in, in the first the first text, this is where he calls them. This is the scripture always going to hear. Cast out evil spirits, heal every kind of sickness and illness. Oh my goodness, everyone wants to repeat this one. God told you, Jesus, the church should be doing this. Okay, let's just go on to what he tells them to do. All right. So he's telling, um, heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those of leprosy, cast out demons, give freely as you have received. Then he goes, number nine. Don't take any money in your money belts. No gold, no silver, even copper coins. Hmm. Hmm. I just wonder what that meant. Just wonder what that meant. That he says, don't bring anything with you. Let go of everything. Who is willing to literally let go of everything in this world? Every worldly possession. How much do you love him? Does it mean that I'm going to say you're homeless? No, I actually don't. I actually believe that the blessing of the God, of the spirit of God is is wealth and purity, 100%. God has shown me that I would have that. God has shown me that that's because I need to be able to go where I need to go. And I'm not going to live off donations. I need to start a Bible school. I'm going to do stuff with this money. It's not all about my um, glory and what I get and all the nice things I have. It's going to, it has a purpose. We need to, the, the riches of this world, when you have it, make sure it brings the kingdom, uh, the kingdom to earth. Make sure you're doing something with that money because we need money to move move this now we need money to bring heaven here like we need that so i'm not saying to be homeless but your life should live in that much intimacy that you will give up anything for him okay so it says don't carry a traveler's bag with a change of clothes or sandals or even walking stick don't hesitate to accept hospitality so he says you know you deserve to be fed it's not that you deserve to be broke be taken care of whenever you enter a city in a village search for a worthy home um, and and leave a blessing. So he actually gives them an authority. You can take your blessing back to you. If this home isn't worthy, you let your blessing stand. If not, take back the blessing. If it turns out to be a worthy home, let your blessing stand. Um, so huh? So sometimes when I may call it some crap and not put a blessing on you, call that you need to get smacked. Maybe that's because you're a home not worthy of, 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 of the spirit of God. So maybe you need to know that, right? We think that like cursing is all this, this, and this. Oh, whatever. Uh, that is not there. There are people that are just cursed by the sin they live in. That front neighbor, he is cursed. He he is a cursing on him. He is a cursed human being, and I'm allowed to say he's cursed. That's what he is. He is cursed by the death that he lives in, right? So there's a cursing and a judgment that is the spirit of God in truth because you live in sin. You are fully aligned with these things. We are allowed to say that we can believe that God God is a God of judgment, but we need to stand in this, people, and not out of religion, not out of demonic agendas, not out of pride, but out of a place that we need to understand that the conviction of the Holy Spirit within this world is judgment. It is a conviction to righteousness, and it's going to be a conviction to judgment. That's, that's, oh, that's good. Okay. Um, hmm. Whenever you enter a city, okay, I said that. Now 14, if any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, shake the dust off your feet um, and tell, and I'll tell you the truth, the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better off than such a town on the judgment day. Look, I'm sending you out as sheep amongst wolves. So here's, here's the craziest thing. God has shown me over and over wolves are going to bow in this next season right now we have the sheep of the church being eaten by wolves and god says I, you are a sheep amongst wolves but you are to be straight as snakes and harmless as a dove so you're to be in power as a, as a sheep because as a sheep you're a child you're a disciple to jesus christ that is why he's calling you a sheep he's just calling you that you're his child 
He's not going to call you a wolf unless you are a wolf. But you can carry a power over a wolf through strategy, through understanding this. Okay. But beware, for you will be handed over to the courts and flogged and whipped. Okay, people, do, you, do we understand? You want to just teach that, that we have a power over demons and healing the sick. You, we're, we're going to be, the persecution on this is this so insanely accepted, well-known people. You're not carrying enough conviction in your word. Your word needs to have more conviction. You should not be this accepted. This is not the spirit of God. There needs to be conviction on what people are carrying, and they're not. They just want to carry these gifts. Everyone show up for the miracle. Everyone show up for this. Everyone show up for that. Okay. You will stand trial for governors and kings because you are my followers, but this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and other believers about me. When you are arrested, don't worry how you'll respond or what you say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For this is who this is who will be speaking in the spirit of your father speaking through you. And here's the craziest thing. When the spirit of God came on me, he unleashed on that man yelling at him in anger. Yet he came on me in, in a kindness in other ways. And that's that's the true spirit of God. We have deception on theologies of love thy neighbor. Oh, kill thy neighbor kill thy neighbor in this situation, right? Yeah, we have this idea. And this, was, this I feel like, is going to be one of the, like, chapters. I don't think I have, like, full clarity of the chapters. But the theology of love thy neighbor, the theology of forgiveness, how we have twisted the fullness of God in those teachings because we lack, we lack discernment. So I'm going to get into that. I feel like I'm going to have one on forgiveness that's going to be a little different. And I'm going to have one on love thy neighbor. I feel like this is part of the strategy book because it's to create discernment in people. They need to understand this stuff. Okay, so he says he's going to be speaking through you. Um, and here's the problem. People who don't, who carry their own demons already and have emotional brokenness, that's why you don't understand this to the fullness. Because let's just say that you weren't in the right place to do what you did in strength, right? Then when you would have gone head to head with your dad like this with how he responded could have broken you collapsed you turned you into insane depression made you not do it because your heart was not healed enough for it right so instead god gives you a voice and a strong one the way you even talked to your mom too like you stood up for yourself finally saying things that you would have never ever ever said before because in that moment, your heart is healed, mm -hmm. right? So you can speak out that maybe strong and aggressive here. You have a voice here mm -hmm. because he's he's making you shoot as a snake and over here soft as a duck. When you have people in so much pain and trauma, you're under these demonic things and you just react out of man manipulation, emotions, fear, because you have the pain already inside you. So you're you're responding as the prey that they want you to be, which is to freak out do all this stuff because of it, right? Instead of the opposite of seeing in truth and clarity and God's power, power in his hand on, on your life. But so this keeps, this keeps going. He goes, a brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child and children will rebel against their parents and, and cause them to be killed. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers, but everyone who endures to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. I tell you the truth, son of man. I will return before before you have reached all the towns of Israel. <laughs> then, he, then he goes down in 25. Students are to be like their teacher. Slaves are to be like their master. Since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons. This is a crazy thing. Jesus was called the prince of demons. Yeah. This is the craziest thing. This is what we have in the dang church right now. 
This is what we have. We literally have this. We have that we have the things that are in truth of God are being called out as evil, demonic, and, and rejected and not wanted. But if we have this candy idea of this, this uh, oh, this doctrine over here, this candy of this miracle, we're going to 100% accept that that's God. Yet in this, you see he's completely opposed and even called the prince of demons. Like, we are getting everything in truth. Um... He goes, but don't be afraid of those who threaten you. For the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed. Ooh. And that is secret will be made known to all. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. These things, these things right now that have been hidden by these wolves have been strategized, taken over to the church. Jesus is coming in like a roaring lion. And we are going to see things so cut, so crazy that the church needs to know these strategies. You need to be taught these strategies. You need to understand it so you have clarity and truth that you don't operate out of pain. You don't collapse under it. You, you are in truth to overcome. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Ugh. Um, and then this is where he goes. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will acknowledge before my father in heaven. But everyone who denies me on earth, I will deny before my father in heaven. Here's what. Do not take this scripture that that just means because you verbally say, verbally say that I am a follower of Jesus Christ. Do you know we have 80% of people in Orange County Christ say I believe in God, mm -hmm. consider themselves Christian, right? No. If you're, if you say this on stage, you look anointed, but behind the scenes you're abusing and you're doing something, guess what? This is that life being lived out. It is the exact same thing because it's a blasphemy. It's blaspheming the spirit of God. And just because people don't see it, God sees it. So it's the same, same thing. This is not just a verbal confession. Um, your life would be denying him, right? Because the fullness of Christ in you would be displaying the fruit that sin and death do not live alive in you. You are not abusive. You are not controlling. You are not sexually perverse. You are not fed by what you do. You are not fed by fame. You do not carry that inside of you. You are in purity. Because if you do, that part of your life denies Jesus Christ in that. Because the fullness of him cannot live there. It cannot. Because you are taken in by less of the world. And you are not breaking through or walking the spirit to the fullness of what it is. Okay. And he says, don't imagine that I came to bring peace. I came, I came not to bring peace, but a sword. Um... Number 36, your enemies will be right in your own household. Ooh. Oh, people, you need to hear this. Ugh. Man, you've been bound by things in your family line. When, when Jesus straight up says, like, to walk in the fullness of him, you will, you will leave your parents. You'll walk away from people. You will live in, like, a place because you have to understand he is protective of his children. And it's not that he's trying to abuse them. He's trying to keep you in a place of knowing him, like, all of him. And he's not going to be okay with you being abused by a family that, that never saw you for who you were and played this card. Mm -hmm. And he saw what they've done. He saw what he's done to you. Even though he's played a charming card, that God was more protective of you by removing your dad. That's right. the crazy thing because your dad wasn't doing right. anything really bad right now. Right. But God said, no, I have to remove him. He cannot, he cannot because of what I know he does and who he is behind the scenes. Because the evil on that man, it was like, a, I mean, I have just never, ever, ever been affected to that level. And than to see that there was nothing outright. That was what was mind-blowing to me. I'm like, that's where I have to really trust. 
my discernment because it's a physical discernment that's mm -hmm. so insane. I cannot just say, oh, this is emotions. Like I physically get so taken over by evil that there's no, I just have to be like, I trust it, God. I have to just believe it's you. Like you know these things behind the scenes. We, I don't know them. I don't always see them, but you're saying this is not okay. And, and the thing is, is also with the spirit of God, like he doesn't always, he doesn't want us to know. He protects us. Like he doesn't need me and you to know everything your dad's doing. Right? Like, there's a protection also from that. Like, there's just trust. Like, mm -hmm. just that we trust that he's a father. That God is an Abba Father. That we trust mm -hmm. that there's a reason he did this. Mm -hmm. Even though you lost your dad. Mm -hmm. I mean, you fully have lost your dad. You have now changed your phone number. All my siblings. You've lost all. Yeah, so you had three half-siblings. Four. You have four half-siblings. That's so crazy. And the crazy thing is, is one of them started acting all crazy before this happened too. Mm -hmm. So the spirit was coming out of her sister, who was only like, what, 16? She is 21. Okay. So you lose. So this is your text, dude. This scripture is your That's scripture. Like, yeah. Like you yeah. lost basically your entire, and this is where we have to see God's hand and love for these people right now. Because you're going to be called to this if you want to be out from under this if you want to be free and and get to know god and more intimacy more power and truth then you have to get the strength to stand up to this and and break it break free of it and get out from under maybe it means you're going to lose family members you're going to have to cut these because god is protected you could have people that lose an entire circle at a church with leadership because none of the other leaders believe what you say he's he's doing to you like there's people like that. Like you're being so affected by someone in leadership, but because they're doing it behind the scenes and they're protected, that if you came forward with it, you get either mocked or you're going to, you get shamed or, you know, they sweep it under the rug, just like Tom, um, Tom Chant, Chantry, Chantry. That's Walt, Walt Chantley's Chantry. I'm saying it wrong. That's the head reformed Baptist pastor guy on the East coast. His son is Tom Chantry, something like that. He's the one that they were trying to hide him touching young boys and it got exposed and all the elders were, those people were trying to hide it. They want to keep it quiet. They want to protect what was happening. And here you have probably these kids having no voice, not knowing what's happening, not being able to get out from under it because these demons are so strategically set up. And we, and I mean, this is how far this has had to go to like where God is literally, he's like, taking me to this level of enduring to break through this. So we have this terror. I know uh, this huge territorial shift that I now understand it all had to do with Jezebel, whatever shifted. Here's what's crazy. This goes back to. So when this stuff, when the God started saying like, this is about to what is going to happen. And I felt something in October, which is the highest witchcraft month. Something was going to happen. Um, and then I felt something happen in January. And when this happens, I will have demons do the most in, like, I could tell a crazy story. They just do insane things. Out, I mean, there's just times where I've said recently to you guys, I can't be in public right now because I'll get weird things done to me. I'll either get the homeless person that ignores everyone else, scream at me, or, you know, that ha that stuff happens to me all the time. And I've had friends go, that, like, they see someone start doing something weird, they'll be like, that's your fault. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. Like I just freaking attract it. I attract weird things, just opposition and just things seen in the spirit realm. And anyway, so October, this is when I know this, and this kind of shows me, this goes back to the predator thing, is middle of the night, my phone's in the kitchen, it's 3 a.m., and it butt dials my dad. 
in the kitchen. You guys have all heard this because it's such a mind-blowing freaking story. I'm in bed, but I was kind of like awake, and I had walked by and checked the time on my phone, but it was in my kitchen charging. It wasn't with me, and I wasn't like dead asleep doing anything weird or something. I don't, first of all, I don't do that. I'm a very light sleeper, but I was like kind of awake. Well, I guess it butt dials my dad, and he picks up at 3 a.m. and hears me crying and thinks that my ex has broken in in or do something has happened to me and he said he heard whimpering he heard noises and he freaks out and calls 911 so here you have my whatever it's a dad response he could have just tried to call me back <laughs> like he jumped straight to 911 at 3 a.m like didn't think what would happen with this and what happened was this whole, i was already on edge because i was feeling this pressurizing this was back in october and i was already feeling weird things when i'd be in public i was just feeling like something is i'm i'm being pushed in on really bad right now and so here you have three cops show up to my apartment in the middle of the night with flashlights walking around my apartment so imagine already what i've endured with being in the middle of the night has happened to me i mean my ex would break into my apartment watch me through windows um, do that, go around and do exactly what they're described, walking around the apartment. I mean, he did the craziest stuff to me. So here you have where I see flashlights outside my apartment and really quiet going around it. And I, my heart starts like pounding. I go into full panic. I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get robbed. Someone's about to break into my apartment. So this is how stupidly set up demonically this was. So I then go up to the front door and I see the flashlights outside the front window. So I put my ear up to the front door to listen. And right when I do it, it goes boom, boom, boom. The exact time I put my ear up to the freaking door, the good, they go really hard on it. Sorry, sorry, Boris. We have a dog in here. I just woke him up. Um, and, and it was, the timing was stupid. I'm like, this is like a suspense movie. And so I, and the whole, the crazy thing is, is I know the Holy Spirit came on me to handle it because I was in such freaking panic when it happened that all of a sudden I went into like aggression mode. Like I was going to get a knife. Like I was going to go, I'm, I was going to go down fighting. And I started like, and I flipped on the lights and I started yelling through the door. Who is it? Like that. And they're like the cops. It's like the cops. What? And I'm shaking. I'm freaking shaking. And I open up the door. There are three cops telling me that my dad called them and I was crying in the background and he thought that I was being like kidnapped. So I go and after I shut the door to the cops, I'm literally shaking, but I could feel all over me in the spirit. God said this was a demon that dialed and called him through your phone and made the noise. Okay. And this is what's so freaking crazy. You ask my dad this story. My dad will tell you it was a demon. My dad says it. Yeah. Yep. My dad's first response when I called him and said, dad, what on earth? happened what did you just do and he goes Sarah he's like and he tells me he goes you I got a phone call and you were crying and this this and this I'm like dad my phone was in the kitchen right now I was in my bed and and then he goes Sarah it was a demon I know a demon just did this this makes no sense I heard you on the other line I heard you this this and so this is like so crazy this crap this is the stuff I freaking go through and and the thing is it's like that's the thing people need to hear it's not that the demons can hurt me that's it. I'm not trying to put fear in you of the demons. They just do stupid, crazy things. That's what they do. So they never can go as far as where that man could ever touch me or hurt me, the one on the front neighbor. It's never like to where I'm living like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get murdered. It's not that. It's that they're, they just release things spiritually and to put fear on me. And if a demon can put fear on you, 
it makes them bigger than they are. So one thing, here's a strategy to what it, what a spirit will do if people understood this. When it it'll it'll trick your mind into getting afraid of something. So if it gets you to feel intimidated, to feel like this person's gonna do something to you, to feel like something's gonna happen, so you accept the fear. When you accept the fear, all of a sudden that demon that had no power all of a sudden just grew in strength, being fed by the spirit on you, the spirit of fear, the intimidation, and now they strengthen themselves. So then then they push it more. So the more you engage it, the more you do this. And to be quite honest, this has been so crazy this last month, it's not anything I'm doing. I have to experience things at another level because back then, the fear I had was from a real person doing it to me, a man stalking me. So a person was doing it and feeding that fear in me, right? Mm -hmm. But if you pay attention to this as the spirit realm behind it, then these people who are taken in intimidation by abuse, by being mistreated by whatever it is, the moment you engage with that spirit's releasing, they get stronger and stronger and they attach to you stronger. They'll attach to your soul. This where it comes into like, when I gotta break this off of somebody, you gotta do like all these, there's just a whole lot to it in the spirit realm because of what the heart has accessed. Now what you have the other person walking in. So back in the day, I was completely controlled by this fear because I had the person actually doing it, breaking into my apartment, forcing himself on me, you know, hurting me, like whatever, you know, he was doing created that fear. Well, right now in the spirit realm, there's not, first of all, it was just the dude looking in my front window and the spirits behind it are feeling the same to me, meaning it doesn't have to be by a person. This, the spirits are releasing this and it's such a high level intimidation and it may, it's making me feel super afraid to be at, at home, afraid something's going to happen and God's just showing me that's because this is what people are under and enduring and they're not getting out from under it. And so now that we're going to flip into this, we're going to cut through this. People are going to start to get out from under this, but we have the, we have to understand you have to pay attention to what is being released. What are the strategies? What are the experiences? And here's what I think. So I think that this is going to be a chapter. And I think this is going to have been weaved like all together, like what this actually is, because this shift needs to happen. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I am at my wit's end. I'm at my freaking wit's end with it. I, my body like needs to, 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 because this is part of, part of it spiritually is what I'm feeling. Experience was also part of my physical thing that was happening because I was going to have to walk. And that's the thing. I'm not telling people, oh, I'm also special. I'm telling you that I have to understand what these demons are doing so I can teach you and help you and get you free. Trust me, you don't want to have to go through this to learn this. Like it sucks. And part of it though, that God had to put a promise on it with it. Like, yeah, this can be really hard. This is going to be a really hard year, but I'm going to place a promise in the pain of it. And so your body is being healed in a really weird way. But, and when we get to the other side of this and this transition actually flips and this thing that has had territory over people that you can't get the fullness of God in certain things because you're under this and it's binding them. And I just know that part of the thing of me experiencing coming through this is that when it comes to transition where it, it's like, you can do everything to cut from underneath something like this, like what you just did, right? And, but the problem is in the spirit realm, because this is such a high level thing, it can keep certain warfare there just based on like your family line, bloodline. Like there are certain things and here's what's, here's what's going to take place because this shift's going to break that for people because that's the one thing like I, we could get people maybe delivered from this abuse or that. Like I've been delivered out of it, right? I've been set free out of this stuff. I don't, I'm not in these abusive relationships with men anymore. But yet I've been targeted by men and have this whole thing. But 
the opposition could not shift until this thing this thing does it because there's still this weird opposition coming on whatever whatever this is of this territorial shift so that people who have been bound in church bound in these things finally get to break free of it and and I just people who just had no idea what you've been under I just like pray that like this message puts lights on for you mm-hmm. and like exposes these people around you exposes mm-hmm. where you've been abused manipulated where you're doing it I hope it exposes where you're partnering with it where you're doing it back to them because here's one coping mechanism of a victim you will then do what they do to you so one thing I did when I was emotionally crazy physically abused by the guy I became emotionally abusive and I'm not an emotionally abusive person I'm just not I'm not somebody who's gonna um, rip you into shreds like some people just might have that in them and I became that way and I was never like that and even how broken I wasn't I wasn't somebody who would just like scream and tell you bad things about yourself and put you down I always kind of felt bad for people so I became that person because that was my coping mechanism and that's what you're gonna find out like you're find, gonna find out that like there's strategies like I said before where you do play them in the same arena like ignoring them but that has to be in a pure heart if you if you're doing it over here as a coping mechanism as a victim you're playing along with them and you have to be even free of that as well like because the way you'll feed the spirit is if you're emotionally abused and you emotionally abuse back all you're doing is um firing up and feeding the spirit realm that's all they're doing all you're doing is increasing what already is the warfare in the in the spirit and so without without the shift that needs to take place okay here were the the six things that i felt god was saying was with this and i feel like they're kind of coming out in different ways but it was signs signs and signals um i feel like i've given so many examples of what the signs and signals is going to be they're going to become a lot more clear because we're going to see people cross lines. Um, but, well, in the second one, is tricks and charms. That's going to be one of the signs and signals, man. It's going to be like a spirit of trickery that charms you, that comes out of left field. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to not make sense at times. It's going to be the one person that looked incredibly, like, anointed, came across very kind, seemed very sweet or you know this this woman over here okay one thing about the spirit of Jezebel that really messes with the head it flips into humility this is one of the telltale signs I've had of the spirit every person who carried the spirit of Jezebel around me you did flipping faces to get more and more infiltrated into my life into my ministry and to keep its power there it flips into humility and submission which is mind-blowing because the spirit of Jezebel is very like first of all it's dominant it's a, it has an agenda um it intimidates it's always going to intimidate it's always going to make you feel weird or gain a power through manipulation um do all that and what's the crazy thing is that it will do something like go into humility in order to get your heart to stay open to it because it's that strategic and high level. Like you have dumb demons that really, they, they're just dumb and they just do things like dial my dad and cry, right? You have something that is not strategic and, and, and it's just overboard evil. The spirit of Jezebel, the only way I can explain this, it is incredibly strategic. It is, it is the strongest one I have ever encountered of an entity. I have never encountered one to this level of it, it, it plays sly as a snake. That's the thing. It really, really does. The infiltration I've experienced 
of people with this spirit blew my mind when it actually came out that that's what it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would have had no idea because it carried none of the telltale signs that I would have thought because of the meekest woman ever, right? We had the, that one lady. That was the most craziest one. This is, you didn't you didn't get to meet her, but she was the one that was the last one that got exposed for me in October. And the woman would never, I mean, just mind-blowing, that's what she operates. She did not come across that way. I was going to have put her in place of the leadership at B1. She was, I mean, it just made no sense to me that she was tapped into that. I could not believe it when God actually so I was going holy crap so this is where we're gonna see this fall out in such a crazy crazy way um man I could go off on so much on the ministries that were cursed that cursed that she got cursed I can't go into some oh, I could just tell so many stories this, this is my strategy book it's coming out because that's what I want to do for strategy strategies I want to share stories that then go oh my oh my gosh that's crazy that this was actually hidden in this way well one one thing that she came across very prophetic and very meek, okay? But here's when I can tell, this is how things get exposed to me. This is how God usually will do it. Someone will either try to give me a prophetic word or say something's from God and it's not, and I know it's not. And then I may have put them in a certain category over here, then they do that, and I go, oh, well, you just fed into a weird fear I have, and that just exposed that was a demon, and that's what she did. And she did two different things that she said to me in October. And I was like, it blew me away because I, I was very used to her being very accurate. She's prophesied, I prophesied a lot of what I'm going to be called to do. My husband and was 100% accurate about it. But then all of a sudden starts feeding it and starts saying something really weird about my healing and about the supplements that God told her I should get. And I was like, What? Why did God not tell me that? I do not just receive people's prophecies. Like, people need to learn that. Just don't listen to people. They say they got something from God. Like, I just never do. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. If God told me, we're good. But no, I ain't talked to him all the time. You ain't going to hear something more than I'm going to hear it like that. Unless unless it's something that I'm hardened to. That would be the only reason I'm open to it. If I can't hear it, it's because I've been hardened to it through something. So, so that's what she gives me. And I just was like, Holy Spirit, what's this? This is exposing something. Because I know for a fact. You would never tell me this right now. You're not telling me to put anything, supplements or anything in my body because of what you're doing. You you do not need the world system to fix this thing you're doing in my body. So um, I just felt that that's when I she, she was exposed to me. And I just heard the word higher knowledge. Um, what she was doing was in prayer, always trying to get this higher understanding. And she was a little weird about it because she wouldn't publicly release, release all her crazy dreams. Like she wouldn't even talk about it. That was what was didn't make sense that it was Jezebel because Jezebel wants power and authority. It wants attention and it wants power from its gifts. Like it's it's gonna do all that. She that was where she didn't make sense to me. Because I was like, she's not even wanting a power. She's very quiet, humble. She doesn't even give it that much, but she's tapped into a witchcraft spirit. And here's how God then exposed it more. Oh, I'm about to tell this story. Okay, we are not staying in whatever thing I thought this was. I don't know if this is what this is. This is, I don't even know. Can this be my ding strategy book? I hope so. I don't know what it is. Anyways, we will have to put it together later. Um, There's, 
this guy's going to get so dang exposed. Another one, I'm going off on another leader in Orange County. I have so many of them. I have so many and I don't say their names, but I know. Okay, this guy. Ooh, I can't wait to go head head with you. Ooh, I feel it in the spirit because I've, I've come in contact with him twice. And seen his evil and he has a deliverance ministry in Orange County. Okay. And affiliated with quite a few of churches and people that I know who have been affiliated with me. And you look like you're going to pass out. You I just do. I just did. Yeah, you look like you're loaded. Um, you, to- you totally do. You've been staring at me like glazed over. I'm like, what is going on over there? I know. You're going to drop to the ground. Um, Don't stop. I know I was doing my drum roll. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I can't wait to come in contact, in contact. So I've come in contact with this guy twice. And there was such an evil on him. He's affiliated with people who I just, am, I'm blown, I'm blown, blown away, blown away because of what I've had to deal with, with what he's done. And I have a few people who this has happened. And one of them already got exposed. He was in leadership. I'm going to say you real quick. Ooh, ooh, call you out. Yeah, this guy. Oh, I'm going to call this guy out. I'm going to call him my name. His name's Colin. <laughs> because okay I flipped a story I flipped a story real quick I'll go back to the other one because I just thought I'm allowed to because he got publicly exposed he was over prayer oh I'm gonna talk about you you prick okay okay (laughs) I get so mad okay he was over prayer ministry at big Irvine Mariners okay headed it I had a big meeting with that church a few years ago maybe five years ago a big one who the Jezebel got me in so this is how also Jezebel works a friend of mine who was a full-blown Jezebel way she infiltrated me and my ministry worse was introducing me to tons of leaders, getting me um, all these things that it made it look like, oh, she just loves my ministry so much. She loves me. She didn't know. She was trying to infiltrate gaining power by getting, using me to get into the position, using my ministry to get into the, and then she could be affiliated. Does that make sense? So she, she did this because me, this huge meeting, this guy, this guy is in it. And, um, it seemed like fine. They wanted they wanted to do my curriculum there and all of all of that. It just pl- was going to play out a little different. So here you have like maybe okay. So maybe a, a few months later or something. I was supposed to have started it on their campus, but I all of a sudden was like, I don't want to. I didn't like some of the things that they were going to take control of, and um, they wanted registration to go through them, and they said things like. You know, it's the opportunity to be here because, oh, what, I would get a name because I'm at a huge mega church. Like, oh, this is an opportunity of a stepping stone. I am not needing a stepping stone. I don't play those games, dude. I am not going to come under your power and under, like, you, like, let me fly like a bird. Like, let me spread my wings. I know what I'm doing with the vision of what I carry. Like, I am not going to come under. And so I just felt God, you know, over time say, no about this. Well, Come to find out later, so I had connections with some of the people who were in the inner healing and that ministry and all those things. And so they were sending people to my ministry because I had connections to these people, sending people to my ministry and stuff like that. So I find out that this girl said that she had been trying to get one of my curriculums probably living in freedom as an aftercare program for their inner healing sessions at the church, right? And the one who opposed it, was Mr. Colin, okay? 
And he opposed it by saying something's off with me. So he, he thinks, he said I was off, okay? Okay, this is where I, I just love these people. I just love it. I love that the devil on you is so afraid of me, mm. that I'm the one that is off. When you met me, you're older than me, and you met me for five minutes. Like, you freaking know anything. Give me a break, right? And so here's the, here's, here's the funny thing. Mr. Colin was actually part of a cult. So I'm the one that was off. You used to be leading a cult, dude, okay? So that's part of, like, his background. Oh, I'm calling this dude out because there are some people that you know who he is at, the, at, at, at this church. So I get warned, also by Rosalind, um, that he's operating, and I saw it too, and she said something's really off with this guy. He's super controlling. He's doing all this stuff, blah, 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 behind the scenes. He liked manifestations of deliverance. So when you got the intake form of these of these inner healing sessions of the intake form that went back to him, he wanted to know how demons manifested. If ever a leader cares about that, that's a red flag, people. It's a red freaking flag. You don't need to know that. It doesn't mean you have power. It doesn't give you anything like you. That's a red freaking flag. Now, if I talk about manifestation like as a joke, that's one thing. I don't get anything from it. I'm not going to, I actually don't want people to see manifestation. You're going to do a deliverance session under my ministry for people. I, I don't want there to be any manifestation. That does not mean anything for me. Like I don't need that to be there. So that was one of the, the one things that was really weird. And I knew he had said that. I knew he'd been in a call. I was hearing all these other things. And anyways, end up, I had to do a deliverance on a female who was underneath him heading inner healing and break a curse off of her that came from him. Ugh! And this is how these people get exposed to me. This is how they do. Because my ins, the way I can see into the spirit will freak a wolf out. They are not going to want me near them. They aren't. They are not. Because the spirit of God takes over my body. And I'll probably punch you in the face and slit your throat. I might just grab a knife. Like the Holy Spirit comes on me and I will physically move around. I, it, will be no, it will be known. And you are not going to want me in your church. And I already know that. These men are not when you actually know what I can see and know that you're cursing someone. And I see the demons you're putting. So she calls me one day on the phone. And this is a crazy thing. She was a, a head person. This is not someone who's it. She was the head of the inner healing thing. And she's under this dude and calling me and needing to talk to me about it. What? She was living in fear. She was intimidated. She was so scared to even say his name on the phone to me. She didn't want me to tell anybody because she was so scared of how he was going to curse her and do to her. This was the intimidation. She came under a guy who's leading a prayer ministry, right? Oh, I got so many. These are so many good stories. I've never, I totally forgot about this dude. So this is so crazy what happened. So she calls me and I pray with her and I just, I just saw immediately. I saw a demon stalking her in her house that he had sent and came from him. And how, how this works, people who need to understand this, you don't get how you can be cursed. Well, first of all, you're cursed because you're stupid. So let me just explain to you how this is possible because this is biblical. It is biblical. You can be cursed in any area of your mind that is a life to sin and not to truth and an authority that you come under and that you put in a position above you before God. So her fear of this man was putting him in a position above God, that she's afraid by something that he could control her. And then another way, she came under him. He was the head. So she submitted to him spiritually. So when you come into that fear and submission, right, into the spirit realm, now he's able by what he operates in to access something to send it to, towards her soul. And you have so many people who you've been, you're under these things and you just have no idea that literally has this, how this has had this weird power on you. Like the anointing is so strong right now. I am mm. like, dude, this is going to demolish this in the church. This is going to set so many people free. I mean, it's crazy. I've known these stories for as long as I have. 
for as many years and I've never been released to this level of what I'm sharing. Like this is crazy because this happened, this happened like four years ago that I did this. So, so I break this curse off of her and then here's the ironic thing, Mr. Stupid Colin, what did you just get busted for a year ago? Having an affair with a woman in the church. Oops, there you go. Down like a ton of bricks, gets fired and exposed. Ugh, told you, this is how this is gonna happen. This is how this is gonna happen. It went public. Uh, they shared it in an email that he got fired. It was one of the other pastors, one of the pastors that I actually met with. Um, and I was like, oh, well, look at there. And I was the one that was off, mm. huh? I was off. Is that what you discerned about me, Colin? Oh, that I was off? Okay. Like, seriously, this is so stupid. I'm like, mm. you you were in this crazy power doing, I had to break a curse off of someone who was under you, the fear that she lived in. And she ended up moving states and like getting getting out from under it. And, you know, part of probably why God didn't have me, hasn't let me share to this level because the stupid backlash of these predators. Like, it's so stupid and that now I could be able to release a story like this that we hid so much. I did it for her because I knew she was afraid of him. And so I wasn't telling anyone this. I didn't share anything with anyone on, on him, I don't think, until I think that he, he got exposed. So there, there you have that, dude. Now, here's the other guy. I'm not going to say his name because he's going to go down. And I know I'm going to have another run-in with him because I know I'll have affiliations with people in Orange County. <laughs> and so, well, and I already do, but just more. And that um, I've already come in contact with him twice. Funny thing is that the second time he gave me the most dom demonic prophetic word and put me in bondage yet gave a showboat amazing word to my friend who was actually fed mm -hmm. by this stuff. Because here's what happened. She... I don't, she's not my life anymore. This is a different chick. And she uh, was fed with things that would be more fame, attention, um, things like that. And so if you're fed with that, you're going to attract that prophetic. I'm not fed with that. So this man's spirits on him were intimidated by me. So he gave me a really freaking crazy, weird, weird word that put me more in. Here's the thing. We were on the same prayer team at this event called Encounter, Encounter God. I was on the deliverance team and come to find out he was the head of it. And I recognized him later and knew I had seen him at another thing and watched what he operated in. And it did not, I just thought, Oh wow. He's like super anointed. Like look at all this stuff and all blah, 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 blah. And what he's doing, he's training people at Irvine Mariners and doing all this stuff. And you know, and it, he looked so crazy, powerful and anointed. And he had his little wife as a little minion next to him, next to him playing with him, you know, and, uh, so, so then I come into him contact and I see how he tried to intimidate me. So he, they come, someone comes up to me and asks me to go do a deliverance. I did not know this man was heading the deliverance thing. He was right, right next to me when I get asked, he starts following me with his wife. And I was like, why are they following me? They just came up to me for prayer. This is a weird thing. He came up to me. He headed up the deliverance ministry. He came up to me at the event and asked me to pray for him and like played a trick on me. Isn't that freaking weird? That is so weird. Yeah. And so he says later, oh, I was trying to get things rolling. And uh, yeah, so I'm like, already you're trying to intimidate, play a game, whatever reason you did it, you did it like that. And so then I go called into this tent. I go into this tent to do this deliverance on this girl and him and his wife are following me. And then I put it together. I was like, oh my gosh. And I get immediately intimidated, totally insecure. Why did this man just have me pray for them? He's heading up this, he's following me and he just watched me and he tried to intimidate me 
like nobody's business. And the way I do deliverance is just really, really fast. I shake pretty hard. I don't uh, do a whole, like, I just go after things really fast. I might prophesy and like do it and that's it. Well, he was on, on another level of like how he did it. So he immediately, when I realized who he was, and then I felt weird. I was like, first of all, why are you guys following me into this? So, and secondly, you're just going to sit here and intimidate me. So I'm done now with the prayer. And he goes and him and his wife totally come in with this presence. And I mean, if you're in purity, I don't get that. Mm -hmm. If you're in true purity, you are a leader over a ministry. You're in your probably 50s, maybe 60s, probably 60s. And you head up this, yet a girl... You're, you're intimidated. Are you intimidated by me? Why did you need to release some pride? You should just be clapping on anyone. You should be clapping them on unless they're doing something evil or off. Like I just, the what he released was just stupid. So I just never really thought much about him or what he operated in. It's been so many, um, it was too many years ago that I just did not know witchcraft to the level I know now that I would have understood. So here's how this comes out now later. The girl that I was just referring to, the woman who was the most confusing Jezebel I had ever seen, who was doing things behind the scenes, and I didn't understand it. It was the woman that I said was the most humble, and she gave me a weird word about using supplements. Um, one of the things that I had to do for her was break a curse off of her that was on her from a ministry. And it's such a weird freaking story it was the worst I've ever encountered, what it physically did to me. I would wasn't even allowed to mention this, the guy's name because the guy who did it was so high level witchcraft in the spirit, he spirit travels, he does. This is where this is gonna jack people up when you know this. This guy has been accepted by so many leaders and I know what he is. I know what he is. He's not even saved. He's not and I know it. I know it. I know what he's doing and I see it. I felt it and I know what he's putting on people and it's so, so freaking evil. It's so insanely, insanely evil and I know God has said like, you're gonna you're gonna go head to head with him in a different way. I don't see me going head. It's gonna be, I'm gonna expose him behind the, behind the scenes because I know He's affiliated with people who I'm going to be in contact with more of. And, and it's so bad what he's doing. So I go to this girl's house, this woman's house, and she won't like say them, this man's name. She said, I came under this cursing seven years ago. It's like ruined my entire marriage. I was a part of this ministry and this head guy was doing the craziest things to me. She's getting so smacked. You look like you're just going to pass out. Like you're just going to start cracking up. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, hide hide under the hood, you weirdo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So I go over to her house. I go over to her house and uh, I need to hide in the corner more. I go over to her house and she starts telling me. You know, she came under this insane curse. She doesn't want to say his name. It it was very odd to me. It didn't make a whole lot. I just didn't understand how this could happen. It kind of seemed weird. He 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 had a ministry. And he, um, he has, he interchanges things with demons and territorials and he exchanges things in the spirit. She's telling me these things and I'm going, well, not that I don't believe you can do that high level witchcraft, hundred percent. This is what you have is, is a, a satanic people, let alone someone who understands demons and wants to play that you're doing it for God. Oh, you can tap into their powers like nobody's business to me. It came across, he was a man who got into deliverance ministry because he wanted power. And when he realized how much power demons carry, he, he tapped into it with them. 
and that's the way he did, okay? But he's so high level that, that I mean, for me to be publicly saying this is insane to me right now because I couldn't even say his name before because of the warfare on it. People couldn't even look up his picture. When people would ask me, I would tell, I'd, I let you maybe see his picture, okay? Um, and I say delete it immediately because it, I saw people get attacked from it. I saw when I brought him up in the witchcraft training, I saw what happened mm -hmm. to, to everyone and stuff. So when I'm at her house, I don't know that this was the man that I had ran into twice previously, okay? And she doesn't want to give me the name. She tells me a story. And I said, and I'm sitting there and I said, you need to give me the name because I'm going to go after him in the spirit. I need to know who he is. I'm going to expose him. She gives me the name and I go, holy crap. And I get hit so hard by the Holy Spirit. I go, I know who this is. I know you're, what he's he walking in and I know he cursed you and I freaking know it. And so then, so we're going into it and I start praying into the, into the, her house, and that was one of the times that you saw me just get flayed, dropped to the ground, crying, shaking because of what presence he had put and cursed over her. Um, and there's more to the story that I know that was not told to me. And this was part of the journey that I had to understand this and like walk this out, that I just wasn't gonna be shared the whole, like in that moment, God needed me to just do it, know that I had the authority, um, break through it for her and then he was gonna give me more clarity later what what really took place all that I know is this man is so insanely dangerous if I ever see him in public like I just don't know how I'm gonna respond because I know he's ministering to people in Orange County I know he's doing crazy stuff and you're freaking cursing people and I also know of a business deal you were associated with somebody who I know a big one a big business deal I know some crazy stuff about this dude of a huge like lots of money he was affiliated with it because of people in the friends that I had of Scott and their business and stuff that they had, there's these affiliations through Vineyard, through like these prophetic wealthy people and just like this whole thing that I knew because I'm friends with their family and I did ministry and stuff like that. He was connected in, in a business and a shady freaking thing he did. Shady, shady, shady. I know your male, dude. I know it, dude. I know it so, ooh, I know, I know, I know what you do. I know what you do. Anyway, so... So God then, um, <laughs> I always think I'm going to, I'm getting in a fight with somebody. Then, so later then the chick who I broke off the cursing with, God shows me that she was tapping in a higher knot and it all made sense to me. I was like, no, God is not just lets like a leader just curse you that easily unless you align with it. You're doing something in partnership to get that level. Okay. So it, otherwise, we this would be so frightening if I had to walk around scared like that. I don't walk around scared that I'm going to have a curse. No, because my heart's aligned with God and the truth of God, right? So if I'm aligned in purity there, and I'm not going to come into what would be a seduction of witchcraft with this ministry and how they operate, then I'm not going to be able to align under any of their cursing. I'm out from under that, right? So God then showed me, and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense, God. She was tapped into so much more witchcraft than I realized, and she was partnering with him. And so when she came out from under it, it's still always been on her because of what she's accessing. And so, um, anyways, so it like to, to understand to this level, like the the strategic thing of, of, of these demonsters that are taking these head leaders, and I can't wait for this guy to go down. You, He has had the highest level protection I've ever seen, ever, 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 ever experienced, ever, ever, ever 
with a person, let alone in ministry. His protection is stupid. I cannot wait to watch him go down. I just like, I am going to be clapping my hands at you and stomping on your grave is what I'm going to do because I know exactly what you do. You are evil, 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 evil freaking dude. And so is your wife. So is your stinking wife. And when it happens, I'll announce his name. I can't do it yet. I'm only announcing people that already go down and, and they're exposed. So, and, and you know what? I'm saying over the next day, look how many it's already happening to, dude. It is already happening to so many people that we see this complete fallout and this complete flip. It's just going to, it's going to get so crazy. So Jesus, the Spirit, was that, dude, I need more with any things, um, <laughs> here we go. I just keep hearing Tesla. <laughs> oh God! I start awesome. going to some uh, prophetic prophetic words that that severing of yeah this that business that that business deal that's uh, in the works of needing to be completely collapsed down and removed, and just the opposition that's been coming on people. Um, in this period right now where it's like complete if there's chaos and you just need some 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 clarity let me tell you that there's something being broken through so insane right now in the spirit and to just stand and and uh like press 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 through it no matter the loss that you feel no matter the things that um are gonna be used to keep you tied or yeah yeah, like the financial loss that I that I brought up um, in the last one that was going to come from breaking breaking a tie, or you know you losing your family and having the effects of of that, and just that the, the warfare on this is so just it, it's 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 reaching reaching some crazy levels right now, and um, we gotta this this just yeah people who need to are positioning to break through it like we need to be done oh, we need to be done. Ah. <sighs> So Father, God, whatever uh, this 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 we gotta get this fully fully finished and and flipped, Father, and just to understand the these strategies of knowing what what's next, moving strategically, carefully, not being scared of the backlash, not being scared of the things that hit the fan, not being scared of the threats, not being scared of like. I think it's your business business license at this point. The threats of losing with the business license, losing the business, losing um I guess I have a pit in my stomach. I feel like something is being threatened so bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. I feel it so heavy right now. It makes me feel like I wanna cry. There's a pit in my stomach, like Things are being shaken like to the core of so much stuff. Um, Father, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that whatever is collapsing, that the fear associated around it or whatever is trying to just spiral and flip so hard right now, um, I ask that you would release judgment on that. I ask that you would release judgment um, on the people also associated with it that are partnering. Um, 
towards causing these problems, towards demonic relationships and the, their, the upheaval that these people get exposed and just the fear of like what is collapsing God I thank you just for strategies for this person to see in peace and clarity um, and confidence and truth and even if things are kind of flipping off and getting really really bad that um you're breaking through a wall. You're breaking through a wall in the spirit that just doesn't want you to cut ties. It's a like, it's a, oh God. It's so afraid of those ties being cut. It's like seriously petrified. Um, God, I ask that you would release upheaval and judgment right now on that. On where these demons are going to the level that they're doing and the people that they're partnered with. Um, the people who are who are allowing to be used by it, whatever, whatever this the this crazy, crazy thing is, and that 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 just the presence of peace right now would come through this podcast, come through this recording. Um over your mind to give you clarity, um, to give you wisdom into things that you may be coming against and with these with these people. Um, it's so, this is so heavy. This is like, I feel such a grief right now all of a sudden. Like this is really, really heavy what this person's like enduring and, um, I just know you're about to break through something. <clears throat> and so for the things collapsing around them, I'm just sorry you're going through that right now. Um, and I just know God's hand is on you and on your choices and these people around you and whatever you may be involved in and um, business decisions, opportunities, relationships, like whatever, whatever it is, like that God's hand is just, it's on this, on, on you um, to walk you through it and strength and clarity that you just have peace. <laughs> Jesus name. God, um, I just pray for the anointing just on this, on this recording, God, to just have this power to even sever the effects of Jezebel that's on the mind of people. In the name and the authority of Jesus Christ, I just ask that the presence of the Holy Spirit drops on you right now, that it cuts and severs anything that is on your mind, that is placing fear, that is tormenting, that is not allowed clarity. In Jesus' name, and I just command it exposed. I command that those minds, that the yoke of bondage is broken right now. That the eyes are open in truth and clarity. And just this fear and this grief, this deception of grief and fear um, that may be felt through this. That things are just unsteady, not knowing what's going to happen. Just like all of that. Just 
um, that right now that you would just have a, a supernatural peace. God, would you just sever that, Father? And thank you just for giving truth and confidence, God. Um, Lord, if there is anything, anything else, I'll have to know when it is, when God tells me, and then re record. I just feel a crazy, heavy, heavy sadness right now. Like, it just feels struggles. I just feel pain and struggling and just things being like hard right now and it's because the shift is coming and it's pressing this hard and uh, it's pressing bad it's pressing really really bad so um yeah jesus and just that like god's hand is so on you i see it so strong God's eyes and hands are on this so, so, so strong. It's so strong. And the devil cannot touch what God has already purposed. The devil cannot destroy what God has already released. Um, and like law lawsuits. Oh, I'm hearing lawsuits like Oh God, it's a lot. You did? Mm -hmm. Like there's something that's, it's coming in so many, legally, it's so, it's so bad to keep you tied. Oh my gosh, it does not, it wants to keep you tied. It's just trying to ruin like, oh Father. God, I just exposed. Oh, this agenda. Ugh. Just like who you are. I need to I need to meet with you and cut this and go after this. Mm. This is so bad. Oh. In the name of Jesus, like I just expose every, 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 every avenue that this is operating in and you cannot steal. Um to the level you're threatening to steal. I place just judgment right now back on, like any ways you're suing, trying to steal, take, um, and hit. <sighs> this person. Uh. Yeah, I call you collapsing down in the name of Jesus. Every single strategy you have placed. Oh, gosh. It's not going to win. It's not going to win. It's threatening and intimidating through this. It's threatening and intimidating through this. God, that these, these all collapse. All of them collapse. All of them collapse in Jesus' name. All of them collapse. I break any cursings off of you in the name of Jesus. I break any waves that these people have cursed in Jesus' name. God. Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that you're a safe haven. Um, 
that you would comfort in this turmoil and this craziness right now that's trying to grab so hard. Did you hear something besides lawsuits? I feel nauseated. I feel like I'm, I'm gonna puke. This is so bad right now. Threats, I mean, it's gonna be part of the, yeah, just threats and just like a It's a threatening. Uh, can I share the verse that comes to mind? Yeah. You could read it and you let me know if it applies. In righteousness, you will be established tyranny will be far from you. You will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed. It will not come near you. If anyone does attack you, it will be not by my doing. Whoever attacks you will surrender to you. Oh, eh. Ugh. in the name of Jesus, I just release that over you right now of the threats <sighs> that they will surrender. See, it is I who created the blacksmith who fans the coals into flames and forges a weapon fit for its works. And it is I who have created the destroyer to wreak havoc. No weapon forged against you will prevail. You will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is a heritage of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication from me. Oh, it's good. Oh. And so I just release that like over your heart and over this, this, what this is. And like, you're not alone. Like you're, you're not alone and you feel like totally like this is just, this is an overwhelming thing. And I see it so dang, so dang, so dang, so dang clear. This has to shift like so bad. I want to help you. <laughs> so bad because it's like, this is so bad. Ugh, Jesus. God. And in some ways, like when God like releases like just to this like level, it's like just to someone known like that they're seen in something like this bad and that God sees them like this is he hasn't forgotten and it's not your fault what's happening it's like not your fault and that's what the spirit's trying to play on you that's like you did something with whatever with this business deals like something is trying to just like I mean it's just like stupid this is so stupid and I'm not I'm not shocked I mean this is how bad these demons they're they're so frightened right now that I'm just and whatever defamation is being released I just break that spirit of defamation of character of defamation of just just stuff um, and I just speak strength right now in the name of Jesus God It's like feels so. It feels so sad. It feels so heavy. It's like hard for me to even like turn this off because I'm feeling it so strong right now. It's making me feel really, really sad. I'm like, God, transition like at least this right now because it's making me feel like I. I just pray that there would just be breakthrough, like of joy, clarity. Um, and that this word and like this podcast gives you some confidence, some wisdom, some, some truth, some strategies to, to handle this, um, moving forward with whatever this, whatever and how, whatever bad these people are pressing in on you, um, and these things, Lord. Yeah. Okay. That feels a little better. Okay, I needed that to like not 
stay in that right in the, that grief I'm like I couldn't get off of this if it's staying there I couldn't stay in this like this has to like Holy Spirit mm-hmm. just release um, that I would at least know that in this podcast this person gets comforted like through this it gets some clarity on this and I'm sorry I didn't l- l- release this Monday <laughs> now I feel really sad <laughs> I was at the Hyatt. You need to be at the Hyatt. This person, not me. <laughs> need to go to the Hyatt. Okay, Jesus. Yeah, shift this. Shift this. This is not good. I am done with you, Jezebel. This needs to be finished. All right. Okay. Well, this is closed for now. I'm sure there's going to be another, another one at some point. I think I'm good. I'm going to have to go. Now. Oh, God. Is that good?